Welcome to the Akashic Reading Podcast, presented by AkashicReading.com, the place where you can learn to access your soul's wisdom, or at least stop digging the hole any deeper. I'm your host, Terry Uctana, and today we'll be looking at how to work with a problem-solving box to figure out a way through this time of pandemic or any other significant problem you may face. There are many ways to work with the Akashics. Most people's initial introduction to Akashic work is through discussion of Akashic records, or soul books, as a means of getting answers to all the big questions, such as, why am I here? What am I meant to do with my life? And so on. Because of this focus, they tend to think the Akashic records is synonymous with the Akashics. Soul books are all there is to the Akashics, and this is all they can possibly work with, which often leads to a very narrow-focused understanding of Akashic work. In my Akashic Level 1 class, I introduce beginning students to the Akashics in general by bringing them to their personal room. Going through the first door brings them to a room which is for and about them. This is where they'll meet their animal guide and where they'll start each meditation. While I use it as a safe place for them to land and to return to in case they find themselves in a situation which is overwhelming or too difficult to process, it's so much more than that. Their room is the one place in the Akashics which is solely for them. No one else may enter it without their permission. The meditations in my class are constructed to give this permission to their animal guide or guides and only them. Even I'm unable to enter without the student's request or permission. In the room, each item, color, scent, and fall of light is something for or about them. Each is a form of communication available to them for exploration, enlightenment, and transformation. Beyond this, there are many ways to work with the broader Akashics. For example, working with your soul book is a more passive-receptive process. Depending on how you approach the work, reading your soul book can be like working with any other resource like a website, book, or handheld device, or it can be like working with a mentor, which is guiding you through material and skills. It can also be a combination of both, which is what I try to lead students towards. There are a couple of ways in which a student can work with a soul book proactively in order to make changes in their current life, but in the main, their soul book is informational and educational. Other options, such as working with a personal room, with the Temple of Life, with a personal temple, which is something I teach my advanced students, or even with a healer or guide in direct communication, are all active practices. However, these are mostly focused on education, being mentored on personal issues, discovery of self and path, or attempting to find some outside-the-box answer to a problem, often in the realm of manifesting something, so we can move past the issue and onto things we wish to experience. Students and workers actively participate in the process, but in order to receive and become, rarely as a co-creator of the resolution. Often students become stuck or simply stop working with the Akashics when they come to a point where they have to move from recipient or student, into empowerment. I think of it as becoming a graduate student. There comes a point where the path is no longer about learning and intaking information, going through exercises and applying skills in order to achieve mastery. Through our work, our being present, 
proactive and participatory, we arrive at a point where we need to begin choosing where we want to go and how we want to get there. In fact, the co-creating process, the choosing from an array of right answers and right directions, is the next phase of the path forward. There's an interesting way to do this with the Akashics, which I've come to call the problem-solving box. It's a way in which to look at a situation, problem, challenge, or transition, which allows students to look holistically, with logic and emotions and spiritual connection, and then begin constructing a means of working with and through it. Problem-solving boxes are not associated with any specific place in the Akashics. Wherever a student wishes to work, they can go to that place, then think of the situation or problem they're wanting to work through. As they do so, they hold out their hand, and a cube will appear there. It'll be small at first, the size of a grapefruit perhaps, but with almost no weight. This is not actually a cube, but a box. Inside the box is a workspace containing, in symbolic Akashic forms, all the aspects of the situation or problem. Once the box has appeared, the student can peer into it like they would do if they were to read a page from their soul book and will find themselves traveling into the box. Once inside, their first task is to inspect the space and what it contains. What becomes apparent rather quickly is the space does not outline or describe the student's perspective, but the actual existing situation or problem including aspects of which the student might not yet be aware. Investigating the contents of the box can be revelatory in themselves. This might even be enough to provide next steps and action items. However, it's often the case that after investigation, which can take many trips or meditations if the investigation is to be thorough, then the next step is to start actively working with the items. This is what I call the what-if process. In the box, there's no authority which is leading the student to some conclusion or granting them wisdom. In order to see what would work best, what could happen, or even what is possible, the student needs to start working with the items there. If there are large replicas of family members because the situation is about family relationships, then the student can move them out of the difficult interactions they're representing, set them up in a way the student thinks would work better, then say, go and watch as they come to life and begin playing out what would happen. For example, if you want to know where's the best place to live for your safety or your best and highest good, then you can imagine a map of the area you want to consider, or a globe, and it'll appear before you with the information you need highlighted in such a way it's impossible to miss. Or, manifesting a box concerning what would be best for your financial well-being can have startling results since, in some cases, the career or business you thought was the answer may not even show up as an option. If you're looking for ways in which to repair or navigate a relationship, the box will show you all the facts, not just information about you personally, so you can see all the influences, choices, and assumptions in play and watch different scenarios unfold to their conclusions. No matter what problem you're working through, Once a scenario has played out as far as it can go or as much as you need, all you have to do is say OK, and the items or representations will revert to their initial settings. This allows for a new scenario to be created or the previous one to be refined. 
an aspect of what was shown can be explored on its own for further detail, and so on. Through this exploration, you can work within the situation, adding and subtracting details, setting up situations for fruitful outcomes, thereby co-creating the best possible solution. At the same time, you're formulating an action plan for how to participate in making this manifest in your embodied life. Once a student has finished using a problem-solving box, they usually find themselves already outside it, holding it in their hand, as the thought is the deed in the Akashics. Holding the box in their hand, they can choose to allow it to dissipate if they've made choices. To do this, they simply thank it and feel the ending of the conversation. The box will then disappear from their hand. If they're not yet done with their work, they can retain the box, bringing it back to their room or whatever workspace they utilize in the Akashics for easy retrieval in their next session. The box itself is not an oracle. It will not dispense wisdom, provide unprompted answers, or instruction. It's a workspace for students to utilize what they've learned and become to co-create the path ahead of them one challenge or transition at a time. The one thing I'm constantly amazed at when working with such boxes is the ability it gives for me to find out what I don't know that I don't know. Because the box displays things not from my perspective, but from that of the issue itself in all its aspects. So I'm immediately confronted with things I didn't realize, options which I had never considered, and influences I had no way of knowing were involved. For those who want to work through the kaleidoscopic changes happening during this time of pandemic, I recommend exploring what a problem-solving box can do to help. And that's all the time we have this week. If you're interested in knowing more, check out my website, akashicreading.com. And if you're enjoying this podcast, please consider supporting it by subscribing on Patreon. You can see all my other offerings and get regular updates about what I'm working on at patreon.com slash Thanks. Bye.